0: Dear Jesus, thank you that we can celebrate you today. Thank you that we can give you the highest place in our lives, that is our our prayer. We desire that you would rule and reign in our lives. Thank you that because you first loved us, we can love you so much. And we wanna celebrate the, the work that took place at the cross. May we never ever forget the power of the cross and how it can impact our lives. We, we worship you today. Well, good morning everyone, and welcome to Resurrection Sunday. This is the day that Jesus rose from the dead, the third day after he was crucified and he died 2,000 years ago. And a central point in our Christian calendar and also as children of God, we take time to to quieten our hearts and just remember what Jesus has done for us. About a week ago, I spent some time reading through Luke 24. I wanted to prepare my own heart for this Easter weekend. And the Lord really spoke to me through uh, verses 1 to 35, and I'd like to, to encourage you and to welcome you to, to join me on this journey through Luke 24, verse 1 to 35. Would you get your Bibles out and, and get ready to read with me? Um, we're going to just see how the, the Lord is going to encourage us today um, through this portion of Scripture. From verse 1. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. Now, you'll see uh, in this chapter of 24, there there are two moments that happen. There's a morning moment, and there is an afternoon moment on the day, uh, the third day after Jesus was crucified, and we start off by reading about they who were a group of women who went to the tomb. And we're going to be introduced to these ladies a little bit later. But they had taken their spices that they had prepared. And the first thing that really struck my heart was these women returned to the tomb. And if I can put it in a different way, they returned to Jesus. These women were there on Friday. They saw the crucifixion. They saw Jesus die. They saw his body being taken down. And they saw him or heard of him being put into into the tomb. These women were disciples of Jesus. They had experienced his friendship and been around him. Can you imagine what they must have been feeling on that weekend? They must have been devastated by what happened. I was thinking specifically about Mary Magdalene. She experienced Jesus in an incredible way. He delivered her from from demons. uh, She experienced his forgiveness. She experienced his healing touch. Um, She was a disciple of his. She traveled with him and she, she knew the love of Jesus. Mary Magdalene, who was part of this group of women, must have been in so much distress and sorrow. And how did they respond? The day after the Sabbath, on the third day, they returned to the tomb. Now, it must have been quite difficult for them. They woke up in early hours of the morning. They left the relative safety of their house they would have had to leave the city. Would the gates have been opened? The climb up Mount Calvary was not necessarily an easy climb. They would, have been, uh, they would have encountered some Roman soldiers plus a tomb that had been sealed with a boulder. Perhaps they were not even thinking about how they would have dealt with each of those moments, but their courage and their devotion to Jesus the last place where they knew he was. That is what kept them going. They say that love knows no obstacles. And I think this is what this group of ladies demonstrated. So this, is, this really spoke to me. These ladies returned to Jesus. Verse 2. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise. And they remembered his words. My next point that I really took note of is they remembered his words. These two men were angels and they, uh, these are the two, two beings that the, the group of women encountered the angels encouraged them and said, remember his words. And where it says there in uh, verse eight, they remembered. If you look at the original Greek verb, it's, it's in the, 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 the present tense. It's, it was speaking about how these women didn't just remember what the angels were saying, they remembered the very words of Jesus. And, and I thought about that. I'm sure that with this moment of truth and this encouragement that they received, they were thinking back to the teachings of, of Jesus. They were thinking back to the moments where they possibly sat with him around a fire and how he encouraged them in their lives. That is is the the remembrance that they had. They were reminded about the words of Jesus. And I think that at this point, they possibly got a greater understanding of what Jesus had said when when he said, I will rise on the third day. When they were taking that hike up Mount Calvary and getting to the tomb, perhaps their thoughts were clouded and they were not certain about what the outcome was going to be. But at this moment, they remembered what Jesus had told them. How often do we forget the promises of God in our lives? Life gets busy, our circumstances become crazy and then we forget the words of Jesus that have been spoken to our lives. In verse 9 it says, And returning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary, Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James and the other woman, here we are introduced to them, with them who told these things to the apostles. The, the next part that really struck my heart was they reported the good news to the disciples. I mean, these women must have been ecstatic. Can you imagine them? Yeah, they've been sorrowful, walking up to the tomb. They've encountered these Uh, angels and they've had this incredible moment of revelation where they've remembered what Jesus had, had spoken. Now they are racing back to tell the other disciples. I mean, they must have outspoken each other, trying to give an account of what had happened. Surely the disciples would have shared in their joy. I mean, Can can you imagine the conviction that would have been in their voices? I'm sure they would have been able to, uh, they would not have to have tried to persuade people. There was something burning in their hearts. But in verse 11, it says the following, But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they, the disciples, did not believe them. What? What? The disciples did not believe them. That almost seems very difficult to understand. The disciples were unconvinced. They still didn't understand. They didn't believe them. Yes, later on they, they did believe because Jesus appeared to them in the flesh, in, in the room. But at this very moment... The the woman returned to the tomb. The group of women to uh, to Jesus, where they thought he would be. They were reminded of the the words, the life-giving words of Jesus, and they went back and they reported this good news. But the disciples did not believe them. I'm just going to stop then and come back to to that point. What I want to do now is to go into the the second part. Of chapter 24, which talks about these two disciples on the road to, to Emmaus, And let's read together from verse 13. That very day, two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. And they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself, drew near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What is this conversation that you're holding with each other as you walk? And they stood still, looking sad. Then one of them named Cleopas, he answered him, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? They said to him, concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word, before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. Verse 21, but we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. I want to read that again. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all of this, it is now the third day since these things happened. Moreover, some women of our company amazed us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, and when they did not find his body, they came back saying that they had even seen a vision of angels, who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, but he did but they did not see. So here we see these two disciples returning to to Emmaus, And at first they missed the significance of what had happened because they were so focused on their circumstances. They were so focused on their disappointments and their problems. And you know what? I, I think perhaps they were actually disappointed in Jesus. We read that in verse 21. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. They had this picture in mind that Jesus was going to be possibly this political military leader who was going to to help free the nation and, and be their leader. So in their minds, the disciples had thought that Jesus and God were going to work things out in a certain way. But it didn't happen the way that they thought. They were disappointed. They were so disappointed that they did not even recognize Jesus join them on their journey. They were also walking in the opposite direction to Jerusalem. So in the first part of of chapter 24, we read about how these women returned to the tomb, and, and as I said, to Jesus. And here, these disciples were not returning. They were retreating from Jerusalem, or let's say, inverted commas, from Jesus, if I could say it in that sense. And, and we can see the comparison between the, the group of women and these two disciples. So we are likely to miss Jesus and withdraw from the strength found in other believers when we become preoccupied with our dashed hopes and frustrated plans. These two disciples were retreating from Jerusalem where all of the believers and the the disciples were gathering together and their strength when we are together as believers. Verse 25. And he said to them, O foolish ones, this is Jesus speaking, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning concerning himself. What was Jesus doing here? Okay, he did, I mean, it, it may seem quite harsh that he called them foolish ones, but I'm sure that in that moment they they experienced something uh, with the love that was coming from Jesus, that even though he was speaking quite harshly, that they were interested in, in in what he was saying to them. Jesus was trying to remind them about the promises of God. He was trying to Remind them and reintroduce them to the Christ. He referred back to scriptures. He talked about the prophets and Moses and he he interpreted the scripture to them. Again, we can see a, a comparison to what happened in the first part of verse 24 where the angels encouraged the woman to remember the words of Jesus. Here Jesus is reminding these disciples, don't forget about what was written. We can see his heart here. He was possibly trying to guide them out of their their, uh, sadness and their confusion and try to lift them out of their circumstances. Verse 28. So they drew near to the village to which they were going. He acted as if he were going farther, but they urged him strongly saying, stay with us for it is toward evening and the day is now far spent. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took the bread and he blessed and he broke it and he gave it to them. Verse 31, and their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? Isn't this a beautiful picture? Can you see what is happening here? Jesus returned to the disciples. He found these two disciples who were maybe distracted and and leaving. And he found them. He returned to them. So as the woman returned to Jesus, here we see Jesus returning to the disciples. This is the love of God where he finds us despite our circumstances. he, He loves us so much that he will come and return to us. He walked with them. He took time to encourage them from Scripture. He reminded them. And then here, these disciples, they said, while we were walking and while he was talking to us, did not our hearts burn? So they started to remember. They were reminded of the life from these words of Jesus. He then broke bread with them and he shared a meal. This is such a true reflection of who Jesus is and how he loves us. He, he wants to find us. He wants to be in relationship with us. He wants to encourage us. Their eyes were opened and their hearts burned when he spoke to them. How did they respond? Verse 33. And they rose that same hour. They didn't wait till morning. Straight away, immediately, immediately. They rose, and they returned to Jerusalem. They found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together, saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road. If I can put my own word in there, they reported the good news. As the woman had done in the first bit of the chapter, these two disciples they had reported what had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of bread. They reported the good news where they were maybe misled in their circumstances and they were, uh, they, they, they were not happy people. Jesus came in and he, he healed their hearts. He brought life. He's, he spoke into their situation and they reported good news. Isn't Isn't this a beautiful portion of Scripture? This is what took place on the first uh, Resurrection Sunday, the first Easter Sunday, if I I can call it that, where people experienced Jesus. And I would love to encourage us all today that this pattern that we see here in Scripture, we can apply to our lives on a daily basis we can return to Jesus every day, whether it's first thing in the morning or last thing at night. We can remember the promises that he has given us. We, we do that by reading his word. We do that through fellowship and encouraging one another. And we should go out and tell the good news. When Jesus does a work in our lives, when, when that resurrection power um, comes into our lives and and manifests itself in our situations, we we should be reporting the good news to those around us. I would like to conclude today um, leading us to a time of communion. And I'm hoping that you've all prepared uh, the elements, your your bread and your juice. And I would love for, for us to take a moment today and with this portion that we have read and we have, we have really contemplated and, and thought through, and I'm trusting that the Holy Spirit has spoken to you, would you in your hearts be honest with yourself? Would you open your heart and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you? Where do you find yourself today? Do you, are you maybe disappointed in certain areas of your life and, and even disappointed with Jesus? Are you at a place where you are not even in relationship with Jesus? Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice. He died so that we could be reunited with our heavenly father. The the fact that Jesus rose from the dead, he overcame every price that needed to be paid so that we could be reunited with our heavenly father. And perhaps there were moments as we went through the scripture that the Lord really highlighted on your heart. Would you you take those moments now and bring them before Jesus? The two disciples, as that day ended, Jesus sat down with them and he took, he broke bread. He basically communed with them. And it was in that moment that their eyes were opened and their hearts burned. And I want to pray for us today that as we, as we take communion together, allow Jesus to open your hearts and your eyes, allow him to heal any area of your life that, that may have experienced disappointment. He, he knows your situations. He knows who you are. But I, I, I want to just encourage you that we can experience the life of Jesus today because he has paid that price. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for the price that you paid. Your body was broken. Your blood was shed. Lord, what what you went through and the price that you paid was extreme. Lord, but we know that it was your love for us that took you to the cross and that allowed you to endure that. Lord, as we have read this morning we we want to return to you forgive us for when we do retreat when our circumstances overwhelm us lord we, we we repent of that today but we want to return to you today jesus jesus we we want to be reminded we want to remember not only the word that we read in in the bible but the encouraging words that you have spoken to us in in the years past. We have all experienced an encouraging moment with you, Jesus, whether that is through an encouragement from someone else or whether it is through a quiet moment by ourselves in our room. But we want to remember today. Holy Spirit, would, would you bring back to remembrance? And thirdly, Jesus, I pray that as you do this incredible work in our lives, that we would go and we would report the good news to those around us. May we be like those, those women who were ecstatic and they could not hold the, the joy that was within them. May, may we go out with that and encourage those around us. Thank you, Jesus and Holy Spirit, that you you minister to us as we partake of communion now.